0: Yo, welcome to How to Write a Novel, the continuing, relatively mundane chronicle of the life of a writer, man, because this is what it is, man, just picking away, picking away, like a pickaxe against a giant rock wall every day. You swing the pickaxe, you swing, and you swing. So anyway, the theme of the last couple episodes at least has been the idea of a day almost getting away from me and then at the zero hour right at the end where I'm like I don't know if I'm gonna get any writing done today I figure something out I get my shit together I do some writing and I feel a lot better about myself but with the uh, consistency that this has been happening to me I mean I've had a good streak dude I can't remember the last time I missed a day Like I've said, it's uh, maybe not a lot that I do on a given day, but I do something. Or, it's been ages now. I mean, it's been months. It's been long enough that I don't remember the last time I fucked up. But, eventually, you know, life is a fucking squirrely beast, man. Eventually, something was gonna fail. The process was gonna fail. Even though my whole sort of Mantra is sustainability. Try to find what won't fail. Try to find the level of activity that will uh, be something that you can consistently do every day. Eventually something's gonna go wrong. So what happened yesterday, I went to bed way too late. I woke up way too early. I ended up just passing out again. I woke up for like a couple hours, did some stuff. I was like, I gotta lay down, I'm dying. And I just slept through the whole day. So I didn't even like wake up and leave the house to go do stuff till like six in the evening, probably. And then, like I said, I'm in this weird part of Scarborough where it's because uh, the lake, the lake kind of encroaches on Scarborough. So these streets can't just be straight anymore. Everywhere else in Toronto, all the streets are just straight pretty much. But as you get into Scarborough, particularly down you know they just start disappearing queen street disappears and then the danforth disappears you know they either disappear or they curve and it gets so confusing so fast not to mention that there's danforth avenue and danforth road which doesn't fucking help but uh yeah i went to the little tim hortons near my airbnb and i did some audio editing stuff and then i was like all right Now let's travel out into the great beyond. This seems like a good idea, it's getting late, it's real dark, it's confusing. Let's just walk out there and see what happens. And I got lost, (laughs) which sometimes it's fun to be lost. But in this case, before I finally found somewhere that was sort of uh, a place I could do stuff, it was basically a McDonald's that was going to close at 11 and it was already like 20 after 10. So, I was like, well, I could go in there and just quickly get some stuff done. But it was just creepy. It was like most of the McDonald's was already shut down. A lot of just weird, creepy, probably guys like me. Like, I'm turning into these guys. I look more and more like these guys every day. But just the kind of dudes that are all just hanging out in a McDonald's near closing. I was like, ah, this sucks. I'm not going here. So, I kept walking. And man, I got so lost. I mean, I walked around all night. I walked for hours. But it was weird too, because I ended up bumping into places. One of my favorite things about walking around and getting lost is when you suddenly recognize something that you've seen before. It's a, a crazy feeling to just feel like you're floating in the ocean. You're just lost in the city and nothing is recognizable. And suddenly you recognize something? That happened twice last night once when I got off a night bus at the wrong stop and wandered around. This was years ago. I totally forgot about it, but I was just walking and I'm like, wait a fucking second. Like, I recognize this. I've been here before. That's a weird feeling. And then hours later because I ended up getting turned around, I thought I knew where I was, but I was going the wrong way. And uh, and I found this place where also this was also years ago now at this point, I went to go see like an indie wrestling show at this just weird place out here in Scarborough where at the time, you know, I just really followed uh, a really prescribed path, you know, whatever the exact route was that uh, Google Maps told me like, okay, go to this subway station, get on this bus, get off at this stop and you'll get to this complex where this wrestling show was. So that was a weird feeling, years later, to just be wandering around. At this point, it's like fucking two in the morning or something. And I'm like, what the fuck is that? Why do I know that place? And I really gave it a stare down, because I'd only been there once, and I'm like, that's the place! I have been here, what the fuck? Which makes sense, because I got off at Victoria Park Station that time. And my Airbnb this time is near Warden, which is the next station over. It's not that weird that I found it, but it sure felt weird at the time. But then, yeah, even from there, so I finally found... I found, like, a 24-hour Tim Hortons, which is kind of cool. Everything's Tim Hortons out here in McDonald's, this fucking trash town. But, uh, that would have been my chance to get some writing done. But instead, i fucking finished this podcast I was editing. It's just the wrong choice. I made the wrong choice. I shouldn't have done audio editing twice in the day. I should have just done that once and then done writing once. It could have been all right. But I didn't. I decided to finish editing this other podcast. It's this podcast Calling Home I do with my mom. Where I call her from payphones. And the sound was really bad on this particular episode. Because it was a uh, this noisy neighborhood. So I had to spend a lot of time hand editing it to make it uh, listenable. But by that point it was so late. And then I got lost again. Like that was the point where. So I was at this Tim Hortons. Jumped on the Wi-Fi so I could get my little location. Get the map thing to fucking tell me where I was and then show me the route to get home, which was, yeah, not obvious. I'm like, man, I'm glad I do have this cell phone and that I've got uh, the ability to check maps and stuff now. It really does help because it's just like, I would not have guessed. The route it told me of how to get home was not what my internal measurement was telling me to do. Like when a street curves, it completely fucks everything up. Especially if it's a gradual turn because the street is suddenly going a different direction and you don't really realize it or something in my mind just doesn't really clock that that's what's you know north has changed position. So suddenly I'm making all these bizarre decisions based on cardinal directions that are completely wrong. So even that though, even once I got that fucking, the Google map method of how to get home, I still took a wrong turn. I walked 10 minutes the wrong way at one point. I was just like, I was getting pissed. It was so late. I'd been walking so long. This neighborhood is so confusing. And I got this problem. I gotta go see like a physiotherapist person about this eventually, where uh, I have uh, flat feet And uh, I think my hips are kind of out of alignment and it makes my shoulders not sit level. And uh, it's weird, it's like when I walk for a long time, it's not my feet that hurt, it's not my legs that hurt, it's not my hips that hurt, it's my shoulder. My right shoulder starts to ache really bad. And yeah, I would walked so much yesterday that I was just like in pain. I had to like pull my arm into my jacket and kind of use the armhole of my jacket is like a little makeshift sling I was just like what the fuck I just need to get home this is absurd how long I've been walking through the dark highway filled weirdness of Scarborough so that fucking weird dumb story is just the long way of saying I didn't do any writing yesterday it finally happened I got home and I was like, fuck it, I am going to bed, fuck this, fuck. (laughs) As much yammering as I do about how you should never skip a day and it's worth it just to even for 20 minutes just to bear down and do some work, it finally the day came that I was just like, no, fuck this, I'm going to bed. So there is a point to this anecdote, though, I did have a thought a writing thought about this is just uh, what happens what happens if you miss a day what happens the day after what should you do to repent what should you do to make up for this failure to follow your prescribed path and I think my advice would be to do nothing out of the ordinary to just Get back to a normal day of writing and just proceed from here as though you had not missed a day. As though nothing had gone wrong. As though nothing had happened. Because today I just uh, went to a fucking, went to a McDonald's. Uh, Me and my friend Ray started a horror movie podcast. All these podcasts are at KeithCourage.com if you're curious. We're going to do Nightmare on Elm Street 2 commentary. So, I just had Nightmare on Elm Street 2 playing on my phone because it's not something I need to watch very closely, you know, just something i got to watch out of the corner of my eye just to, you know, bone up before we do the podcast. And then with my other phone, with my old uh, droid with the keyboard that I do writing on, I did some writing. Again, just like always, not a ton of writing, but I got a little bit done. I moved a little step forward on all of my projects and I'm back on track. But I think in these cases, like a common sort of uh, idea that a person might have, because this also went through my mind, is since I missed a day, maybe I should do double today. It stands to reason, right, that if I'm a day behind, if I spend double the time writing today, then I'll be all caught up and it'll be like yesterday never happened. But I think I would actually recommend against that. Because, yeah, like, I had that thought. I had that idea. But it's one of those things that sounds reasonable to say. It sounds easy to do just as a concept. Like, yeah, I mean, especially given my work ethic and the amount that I actually work each day. Doubling it should not be a huge problem and even now i'm thinking as i walk home i mean i could stop by this other tim hortons by my place and do another little round of writing and i might but i might not i'm not going to try to push because basically i think that's that's kind of the danger i think there's many dangers i think to the idea of oh i'll skip today and i'll do twice as much tomorrow first off it kind of gives you that out it gives you that That idea that maybe it's okay to skip a day. Like that suddenly enters into your little work agreement with yourself. is like, oh yeah, maybe I can skip today because I'll just do double tomorrow. And that's bad, man. Don't give yourself these outs. Like that's kind of my whole idea is that I've crafted a sustainable habit, a sustainable pattern. Here is the amount of work that is a reasonable expectation to make of myself so that I can and will do it every day. And as such, there's no reason why I can't do it every day, so just do it every day. And yeah, maybe every once in a while a day will slip by, but presume that you will do it every day and just do your goddamn best to do it every day. Don't start complicating things and don't start giving yourself weird excuses to skip a day, like, oh, I'll just do double tomorrow. And on top of that, the idea of doing double work, I mean, it's double, you know, it is double. It is a lot to do double your normal amount of work is a huge ask. That is a huge mental, like the mental energy that it takes to write. It's not the same as making a brick wall. It's a different beast. It's a different ask of yourself. It's a different discipline. And you shouldn't ask it of yourself, even just today. I mean, I got the work done with the McDonald's. I can tell that I worked for about 45 minutes because I was 45 minutes into <laughs> A Nightmare on Elm Street. It's not the best work I ever did because I'm watching a movie out of the corner of my eye. Kind of reminded me of that episode I did when I lived in Vancouver. And uh, and I went to the, fucking, the casino and did writing while I played the slots. Which I only did that one time, but it was fun. It was a weirdly fun day just to break things up a little. So even today, just to get back on the wagon, yeah, I kind of made it, if anything, easier on myself. Not harder. Not, I'm going to do double. It's like, no, I'm actually going to fucking partially watch A Nightmare on Elm Street Part 2 while I do today's fucking writing. Because what's important is just to, to get back Immediately back on the horse, immediately back on the regimented plan, the thing that has been working for me for years, that finally led me to finishing my first book, which was my nonfiction book about the video game, The Last of Us, which you can also get at keithcourage.com for free. Go check it out. But just like, as I talked about in early episodes of this podcast, how, how just that felt like night and day, just that I finished that project. I got all the way through. I wrote a whole book and put out a whole book. Which is something that for 10 or 15 years I'd never been able to do. Like you just can't even put a a qualifier, a quantifier on anything. You can't put a number on how important that is. You can't put a value. That's what I'm looking for. You can't put a value on that because it is just invaluable. It's the difference between success and failure. It's the difference between finishing a project and never finishing a project. And the method that worked for me, that got me to that point that I wrote a whole book and I'm now writing another book, is small, sustainable amounts of work every day. So if today I'm already feeling off balance, I'm like, fuck, yesterday went wrong. Yesterday I got lost in Scarborough and I walked around till three in the morning and I totally fucked up. And it was cold, so it's not like I could just sit down on a rock somewhere and do some writing. I just It just didn't work. Yesterday fucked up. So I'm off balance. I'm on the wrong foot. To expect and push myself to do double the work today is just going to add to that feeling of burden. It's just going to add to that feeling that things are spiraling out of control. It's going to add to that feeling that I'm failing. And then if I don't manage to do double the work today, it's just going to compound that guilt. And it's just going to compound that feeling of being in free fall, of just being in a tailspin, of things falling apart. And I think the best way to describe writing a novel is it is a marathon, not a sprint. What's important is the long-term I keep saying sustainable, but that is the perfect word, sustainable output. Where if I push myself to try to sprint to make up for yesterday, if I push myself to try to work double today, it just, it's just, I think, going to make me feel bad about this whole enterprise, you know? I mean, I guess part of this is just what your personality type is. Maybe some people would push themselves to do double the work and would feel real good and feel real accomplished. But I do not work like that. I don't feel good by flagellating myself. I don't feel good by putting myself on the fucking, on the rack and torturing myself. That's not, that's not the particular neuroses that I have. And again, I just don't think those results are good because it's not like physical labor. It's mental. Yeah, maybe you could work double. Is it going to be double the amount of good stuff? Or is it going to just... Like, I just feel like you can feel it in people's writing. Or at least I can feel it in my own writing. Let's put it that way. When I'm straining and I'm kind of like torturing myself and I'm pushing to try to force words that I'm not invested in or that I'm not excited by or that I don't feel good about. When you write as though it's bricklaying, that's the kind of results you get. You just get dog shit. You just get whatever, forgettable, rote stories that feel like someone's laying bricks. Now, because I've been doing this podcast and just kind of walking and just kind of... uh, I took a slightly different route than usual, and this is a perfect example. This is what I mean about this neighborhood. I took a little detour and I'm like, yeah, but I'm still aiming the right way, right? I'll get to where I'm going if I keep walking this way. But just in however long this has been, 20 minutes, I don't know where the fuck I am now. I'm away from the traffic at least. I'm in like a suburb, but I don't recognize anything suddenly. There is a street up ahead of me, but I'm not quite sure what it is. Man, this place is fucking weird. It is like some Edward Scissorhands fucking suburbs. They are just deceptive and weird, and you can get lost so easy. It's like, what the fuck is up with this? And no, yeah, that thing I was just saying of like, oh, maybe I'll go to the other Tim Hortons and do some more work. No, no, I won't. No, I will not. (laughs) I'm going to follow my own advice in this podcast. I did the work for today. It's only mid-evening. It's probably like 7.30 at night, but I mean it's Canada in fucking October. It's already dark. It's cold. My fingers are freezing off. Fuck this. This day is done. I did it. I did my normal amount of work for the day. I'm not going to try to make up for yesterday. I'm just going to try to make sure that a thing like yesterday doesn't happen again. No guilt. No reprisal. No self-reprisal. There is no deadline. There is no hurry. Getting to the finish line is not what's important. Having a process that you can do for years and years and years, that's what's important. So I'm back on my grind. Back on the process. And that's it. That's enough. So that's what happens when you miss a day. Don't do fucking anything. Don't even worry about it, just continue on the next day as though nothing went wrong. That is my advice. Alright, that's enough for this episode. Hopefully this street I'm coming up to is some kind of goddamn street I've heard of before. But if not, I got this map on my phone now. Thank thank the 7-Eleven prepaid phone gods. All right, for the song of the day, let's play Concrete Bed by Natasurf. Just uh, because it was the song I was listening to right before I started this podcast, so it's in my head. Good song. To find someone you love, you got to be someone you love. A trite sentiment, perhaps, but nevertheless true. Okay, thanks for listening. I will talk to you later. Adios.
1: Ahead. you've been pouring in a concrete bed your habits are